Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening and welcome to the midpoint between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> I am Ron Kolick, your host, and this is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Joining me all the way from somewhere in East Bridgewater is the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Carrigan. Well, good evening and almost Happy New Year. Mm. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas over. Yay! <laughs> no, it's not over. It's not over uh, till the epiphany. Oh, well, you know what? It's over for me. Sorry. Good, good for you. <laughs> it's not over for me, and I love it. So, I'm eh, glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you love it. That's. I'm just. I'm just happy that all the rushing around and all that hoo ha. It's just done. That's all. I don't all. do hoo ha. See, that's you don't my, do hoo ha. No, I don't do hoo ha. I do hoo Too much. I hoo-ha. never went to the mall once. Well, I didn't go Ever. a lot. I mean, I, 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 I didn't. I don't battle with crowds. Mm-hmm. I, I shop online and I go at weird hours to the mall because I'm able to because of the way my job works. Because mm-hmm. um, that's one thing I won't do is, is, is fight the crowds. So, no, it's just, it's other reasons. It's, it's, that's not it. But anyways. Okay. Whatever. It well, is what it is, and I'm right. looking forward to New Year's. <laughs> and joining us today, all the way from the land of the frozen tundra, is... <laughs> Our favorite Canadian, Kat Gomez. Hello. Hey. Good to be back. I'm really excited today. Oh, my God. I know. It's been so long. I promise I won't talk too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, anyway. I know. I can't keep that promise. What the I hell am know. I saying? Need, and we need you to talk now. <laughs> that was like the last show. I never got a word in edgewise between It's two, true. That's what I tell people. Women get together with the same topic. Forget about it. Well, you know, it wasn't even Anne. She didn't get a word in about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the last show you weren't even supposed to be there, and then all of a sudden you were there. So what no, would no, be Leslie? No, no, the last, the la- no, the last one was with uh, uh, Brenda. Oh, no, yeah, not last week. The week before. That's right. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so Cat uh, is a long time listener of the show, and. And we actually had the pleasure to meet her up at the Fondsworth or the Collinwood, whatever it was or is. And uh, so that was fun. But uh, since you're from Canada, do they think, do things any different than as far as Christmas than us in the state? What's it like for Christmas in Canada? It's pretty much the same thing as what you guys do. I mean, we have yeah. um, turkey and um, all the same kind of things as you would do for Thanksgiving. That's usually reserved for Christmas. Uh, the only difference, I think, is Boxing Day. We get Boxing Day off, which is the day after Christmas. Uh, right. And that's one big... That's, uh, it's very similar to Black Friday without the death. Uh. Um, that's, it, that's, uh, what, yeah, that's what uh, Steve said. And that's a big thing now. It's like uh, it's Black Friday sales and all this crap now. Oh, yeah. I wow. mean, we get a lot of the uh, Black Friday-ish 
sales up here mm-hmm. uh, the day after your Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. But it's nowhere near. Like you're not going to get, you know, like a fifty dollar uh, TV that was originally fifteen hundred. You're not going to get that up here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get we get kind of, uh, you know, shafted uh, a lot of the times. Uh, mm-hmm. with uh, the exchange rate and um, they just generally charge us a lot more for everything up here ah, that's too bad how nice of them does, yeah. does, <laughs> does nice. quebec uh, celebrate boxing day as well i'm not 100 percent sure i'm in ontario right so I understand i'm not that. sure where but, um, i mean what, that's uh, out of your country last i looked yeah <laughs> well kind of kind of last i looked last yeah the, the quebecers would probably argue that but, um, yeah, they, they kind of keep things a little bit separated from us. Um, a lot of them, I think, would have preferred to be their own country. Mm-hmm. But uh, And some English would prefer they were their own country, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But, you know, we keep to our own and they keep to their own. And if you go visit um, Quebec, uh, you run into, you know, nice people and nasty people. I haven't been to Quebec in quite a long time, but uh, Raph and I got engaged in Quebec uh-huh. Oh. We got engaged in Montreal. And um, while we were there, it was during the referendum when they were trying to decide if they wanted to still be part of Canada. Uh-huh. So this was a long time ago. But um, we were treated poorly a couple of times um, where it was people refused to speak English to us. And, I mean, like, oh. both of us have learned French, but I'm so far from fluent, it isn't funny. I can't remember any of my <laughs> French. But... Um, yeah, we were we were treated rudely a couple of times. Uh, once in a restaurant, and then um, once in um, a store where they just outright refused to tell us what the um, total was. <laughs> like, okay, That's just because you English, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. But mm. there was you want my money, or mistakes. do you not want my money? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But so you know, you get uh, it's a mixed bag. I'm sure you guys have quite a bit of that down in the U.S. too. Mm. Not really. Mm. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever encountered that yeah, situation no problem, here. Yeah. yeah. But we but... don't see that in Ontario, just in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, they're, they're a little weird. Uh-huh. And um, uh, there was one other thing. I just escaped my little brain, unfortunately. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been to Canada uh, several times, and uh, that was before you needed a passport, of course. But, uh, you know, I've always had a great time there, and I always uh, found the people to be very nice. And went to Toronto, went up to Niagara three times, and uh, I always thought that was, you know, really nice. It was nice. Well, Niagara Falls is just amazing, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Crazy. It's always nice. I'm not. I'm not that far from Toronto. We're actually about 45 minutes outside of Toronto. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Although I have to admit, I I, I was in the worst traffic jam in my entire life, and in going into Toronto. Was, oh uh, yeah. Was like yeah, the traffic's horrid. Bliss. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but they're so, trying to fix that. I doubt they will. <laughs> if I don't have to go into Toronto, I don't. Yeah. Right. So. Is the paranormal big in Canada, like in the United States? Uh, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, it's big for us, just, well, for me and, you know, the kids. Hubby, not so much. He's very, very um, skeptical. But, uh, and any friends that I have, I mean, we all tend to have a lot of, like, you know, common um, 
beliefs and um, and uh, things that we are enjoying. But uh, it, it really depends. I mean, there's little pockets, um, I suppose. Uh, there's lots of ghost tours. I mean, there's one here in town. Uh, I've never been on it because it kind of seems a little cheesy, but... Uh, <laughs> I've been to one over, uh, there's a, a slightly larger um, city just um, west of here, and uh, they have like a ton of ghost activity. I went to university in that city, and uh, it was extremely active, and there's like a little a little group in there called Haunted Hamilton um, that oh, run yeah. tours and stuff. Yep. And uh, they could be good, but I think they bring too many people in. Uh, I went with a couple of friends. We went to this um, old uh, wreckage of an area that used to be a hermitage. And uh, they had, of course, all the background stories and whatnot. And there was very little going on because of the just the sheer quantity of people. Oh, yeah. It's and, um, yeah. Too much. It's tough when you have too many people. Yeah. They really need to keep the groups a little bit smaller. Were we they, went to – sorry, go ahead. Were they – Tours or, or investigations? It was sort of like a half and half. Uh, you know, like they gave their little spiel and then they let us go investigate on our own uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, about an hour. And it was not quite dark yet. And, uh, you know, it was they were they were doing some construction to try and save uh, the grounds and do uh, a little bit of um, uh, uh, recovery of some of the old stones and whatnot and to try yeah. and rebuild uh, so that, of course, was disturbing a lot of the energy around. Um, and they had a lot of um, scaffolding, so you couldn't go near any of the actual buildings. Oh. Yeah, so you had to you had to really yeah. be careful. Yeah, it was mostly a lot of mud and, you know, grass and, and right. a lot of people mulling around. Ugh. And, uh, you know, lots of cameras going off here and there. And, um, yeah, we, we got next to nothing at the site, but while, while we were leaving... Um, as we were walking up, the uh, the girl that was running it, she was telling a tale of, you know, people who had had um, haunted things happen to them at the site. And um, she was saying that it was the ghost of the uh, chauffeur who had killed himself. And I'm like, no, that certainly was not the ghost. I mean, we, um, <laughs> uh, myself and, the fr- and uh, one of my friends, she was like, nope, not the ghost. Was not the ghost trying to scare anybody. That guy was just heartbroken. So whoever it was, you know, bothering these people, because one of the, one of the um, the uh, incidents involved um, a guy having someone try and string him up so that oh. he was strangled by something. And he swore there was like a man behind him, but there was no one there. And when his friends came, he was just sprawled on the ground. Um, oh. Mind you, a lot of drinking went on up in this location. Oh, no. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's always, you know, there's always that factor in there, which sort of throws a little bit of um, uh, a damper on the actual story. When you hear any of those things, as soon as, like, you throw alcohol or drugs into it, you know, right. it could totally be, you know, right. fictitious. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's too bad, because that, yeah. that would kind of, I think, screw things up. Exactly. Same here. I, it always sort of um, makes me go, oh. Yeah. I read, uh, I was reading, um, uh, uh, by an autobiography by um, the lead singer of Slipknot, uh-huh. uh, Corey Taylor. I know the only reason I I picked it up was because he was like, "Oh, ghost stories, watch ghost stories," <laughs> and I'm like, "Cool, ghost stories. Let's like see if you can chill my spine." <laughs> and he uh, he starts telling his tales, and I'm like, "Oh, that wasn't even scary." And then <laughs> I read another one, and I'm like, "Oh, you guys were all high." 
Oh, well, uh, you can't tell me that some corn monster chased you if you guys were all high. Right. You know, so the credibility went down and that's when the book went down too. So yeah, right. after that, didn't even bother finishing it because it's just like, oh, if you're going to tell me ghost stories, make sure they're good. <laughs> you know, we have a question in chat. Um, um, John wants to know, are there any good ghosts in Canada? I good mean, ghosts. you know. Any good ghost you like uh, famous beyond what you're ghost? talking about? <laughs> I can't think of any like truly famous stuff. I'm sure there's there's things that go on at the Parliament buildings. There's also um, a place called Casa Loma, uh, just up in Toronto. Oh yeah, it's yep. Big, big, big castle. And we've um, I've heard tales of there was like a white woman, but there's lots of tales of white women. Uh, you know I've. I've never been up there, unfortunately, which I think it would be really cool. Um, they were going to do like a big haunt uh, at Halloween, which is why we didn't take the kids because, oh, it's it's kid friendly, but it sounded really scary. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like Connor, he's three, but he's super brave. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I took him out uh, on Halloween and there was um, this garage that was done up and it was super spooky. Like um, Lil and one of her friends was there and um, Lil's 11 now. She was so afraid she wouldn't go through. <laughs> Connor grabbed her by the hand and he goes, you come with me. And he <gasps> walked her through, gave everybody in the place high fives. Oh and I mean, God. it was like strobe lights and, and like red lights here and there and black lighting. One lady was uh, dressed up as uh, like the nun from American Ghost or American uh, Horror Story. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It was pretty creepy. Like there was a lot of creepy stuff going on there. He went through four times. Oh, my God. And he's like, these are my buddies. These are my people. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. And, I mean, he's a pretty brave little three-year-old, let me tell you. He's like, ah, it's not real. Come on, Ah. it's not real. Come on, they're just people. (laughs) Like, that's right. (laughs) And he just, he doesn't get scared of stuff. And, I mean, he's um, much like Lily. The two of them both have, you know, they're both, like, psychic kids. Mm. Um, He sees stuff and he goes, oh, look. There's that man walking through the house again. I'm like, oh, oh great. Oh, wow. There's a, was it Grandpa walking through? Because, like, my uh, father-in-law lives with us now, and he's like, no, not Yampa. It's uh, that man. I'm like, what does he look like? And he starts describing, like, an old guy with a big pot belly and a big beard. And I'm like, oh, it kind of sounds like Santa. It's Santa and he's like, no, oh, he's got black hair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my wow. God. So it tells oh. me about his hair. He his sees what? his brother all the time. Yes, there's no brother. We have only the two children. Right. But he has his brother. And huh. um, well, Lil, Lil, when she was little, she had a sister who lived huh. in my mom's garden. Huh. She That's... was only about maybe 12 inches tall and green. A I'm pixie. Like, <laughs> yeah, like some kind of fairy folk. Um, for Connor, he, uh, he tells me that um, his brother looks almost like him but his skin is all black and oh. he has blue eyes all and black with blue eyes yes but he's really nice and his name is nail polish no nail <laughs> polish. okay nail polish i can live with that i go does he ever tell you to do bad stuff and he's like no he's a good boy oh I'm my like, god thank god yeah right oh, <laughs> as wow. soon as he started telling me black skin i started thinking oh no yeah but no He's uh, apparently a good boy and tells Connor to clean his room and do nice things. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I'll take it. 
that's, the, <laughs> that's a good imaginary friend. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Lily still? Uh, she does, she does but hers tend to be a little more scary. Like oh. she tends to have, um, I think the last time I was on, um, I was telling you about um, this woman that came into her room. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah. all she could see was like a white uh, nightgown and long, long, long black hair. And she saw like the body turn, but the head didn't turn. No. Uh, I tell me about it. And um, she's pretty good. Like she's come up with, you know, shields that she puts up when anything mm-hmm. like that comes in. And she goes, no, mommy, I turned myself into rock. Oh. She goes, they can't get to me. I go, is it at least a mirrored rock? She's like, yep, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah we we had issues in the house but luckily not recently right yeah so i'm happy about that thank goodness oh tell so, me about <laughs> you know it's considerably colder up there than down here i mean does the cold affect paranormal activity i've always been curious about that we find that we have about the same amount of activity depend if it's hot or if it's cold so i i don't in my opinion here in my home, I can't speak for anywhere else because I right, mean, if right, you go right. to like a, a cemetery or anything like that, here in my home, we get about the same. You know, we get like the stray cats walking through, um, which you're you're like, okay, well, that can be either a dead cat or a live cat just, you know, projecting itself, which we've had happen through the house before. Um, we're actually located in an old orchard mm-hmm. where our house is, and we're dead center. So... <laughs> Yeah, I know, eh? It kind of reminds me of um, an episode of Supernatural. <laughs> oh, I yeah, with it. I don't know if you've gotten to that episode yet, Ron, but there's an orchard. I there. have. Did you see is, that is one? Is that the one with, with, with the, uh, the god? It's a god from the old yes. country. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We they, actually, kill, they kill a couple every year or something. That's right. That's right. Oh. That's the one. Um, thankfully, we don't have any, well, actual deaths. We've had some violence recently in, in uh, our neighborhood. And it's a really nice upscale neighborhood, too. Huh. So it's strange that all of a sudden we've started having, like, a lot of violence this year. Um, but we do have some green swaths through uh, through the neighborhood, which are really beautiful, that they left in place from when the old orchard was here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's nice. And, um, oh, we've... Lil, she's seen like creatures in there, not, you know, like worldly creatures, but like otherworldly creatures, uh, dragons. Uh, we, we were, we were actually kind of almost threatened by a green man, not in the, the, like he, he was giving us the whole, get the hell out of my pathway. Oh. And so, uh, we just walked faster and said, we aren't going to hurt you. (laughs) The next time we went through, we didn't have any problems. But we had uh, a whole bunch of our, our trees. We had a lot of disease going through there. And she was telling me that they were all occupied by um, dragons. Mm-hmm. And um, that a great many of those dragons had to relocate to other trees. And we oh. noticed the bark change. So um, we actually had one uh, jump to our front tree. And we noticed a complete change in how the bark looked almost overnight. That's bizarre. It was super bizarre. And, um, yeah, it was really strange. And it was right in time with when they started to cut down these diseased trees. Uh-huh. Oh. And we noticed all along, I'm like, oh, well, that's a dragon tree. <laughs> that's a dragon tree. <laughs> she, she said she noticed it as she was walking home one day. Um, I, Connor wasn't feeling well. I used to pick her up from school. Like, we'd walk over and pick her up from school and walk home. And he wasn't feeling well one day. So I just said, okay, well, she's old enough. I think she can walk home by herself. 
the one day. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, oh, mommy, you have no idea what happened. <laughs> and, and she told me about this, this voice she heard uh, say hi there. And she looked around oh. and she looked at this tree and she saw it wink at her. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, that's bizarre. So uh-huh. I had to walk with her to check this out because, you know, like what's going on here? You could almost see like a serpentine pattern into the bark. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, and uh, then we noticed a bunch of the trees and they were all marked for uh, being cut down. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just real strange. And then we just noticed that that the, the bark was changing on good trees. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, at least they relocated. Hopefully you know, whatever was there was all right with it. No, but, you know, yeah, it was interesting. It was an interesting sort of thing that happened and she she tends to like uh have an affinity with like the fairy world i guess <laughs> yeah um we had a, a weird thing happen when she was just a baby mm-hmm. um we just moved up to um like a more remote area it's called Guelph, ontario and uh, we were in a brand new house and raf was having his shower and i was uh, downstairs trying to unpack and lily was brand new she was maybe a month and a half old mm-hmm and I was unpacking. I had the baby monitor going, and I had a, a radio on white noise going right next to her. And um, I heard whispering coming from the baby monitor. Like I couldn't understand oh. at first. Yeah, but it wasn't like the cutout, and it's somebody else's baby monitor cutting in. Like right. I still hear the the white noise from the radio. And um, all of a sudden, I heard, "Where's your dad?" And I. <laughs> I ran up those stairs so freaking oh fast, <laughs> grabbed my baby up and um, like whatever we were, we backed onto a green space and um, we had a few incidents of um, things coming into the house um, like that felt fairyish. Um, mm-hmm. One, I remember this was when my dog was still around. I woke up cause he was thirsty and all of a sudden I had this like a uh, uh, light orb flying around the room. And oh. I could see it with my bare eyes. Wow. And so could he because I saw him watching it. You know? <laughs> and I, the whole time I'm shaking Raph to try and get him to wake up so he can see this damn thing. Um, because he always tells me I'm nuts as a fruitcake. You know? right. yeah. And uh, which always makes it a lot of fun when, you, <laughs> when you're married to a skeptic like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're all nuts here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he wouldn't wake up enough to see this friggin' thing. And the dog and I watched it float around the room, inspect what the dog was doing and then fly out. And I checked, I checked to see if there was maybe the light coming through the drapes. The drapes were completely closed. Um, I checked to see if there was an alternate source, you know, try and check off all those normal boxes before you freak out. Right. Um, and it's interesting. Oh, go ahead. Go. No, no, go ahead. Oh, finish it. I'm sorry. It was, yeah, I just, I couldn't check off any of those boxes and I still have no idea what it was. Whatever it was, was very interested in what the dog was drinking hmm. and then left. Yeah. The interesting thing is, uh, Casey, of course, the great, uh, psychic, uh, mm-hmm. predictor and all that crap. Uh, he supposedly in his book talks about how he grew up with fairies and, uh, elementals and other things. And, and, uh, he believes that uh, we get messages from them, and we just don't recognize them at the time. 
one of his strangest predictions or, or advice to give him. He used to, he, people used to come to him and, and he would give the prediction like the, the stock market and stuff like that and other things as well. He had a, an oil guy come to him and he says, uh, we, can, we don't, you know, we can't find any oil wells. How can we find oil wells? And, and uh, Edgar told him, he said, the brownies are telling you, just chose to ignore them. And so he, he mentioned those. And, and, and the funny thing, too, about it is uh, even, you know, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was very much involved with the fairies. And, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, at, at SpurQuest this year, uh, we're going to make fairy houses as part of it. And we're actually going to set up some uh, game cams and set them out on a fairy trail and see if we can capture our fairies on film. Oh, like that would be cool. So it's, it's kind I of hope neat. you catch something. I really do. I mean, with the with the amount of um, of times Lily has told me things, mm-hmm. you know, weird stuff from when she was real little. You know, mm-hmm. uh, she would tell me about these weird things, and um, they were always very welcoming of her. So I figure whoever came into that room when she was a wee baby, she probably got marked or something. Mm-hmm. You know, ah. and um, we always had her, um, you know, telling us weird dreams. I mean, she's, she's always been one of those, like, not a bizarre kid, but, you know, she always had the ability to know things that she necessarily shouldn't have known. Right. You know, um, she always had, she had, um, she actually had a dream about, um, Carrie Fisher dying. Oh my God. Wow. We, we kind of, uh, when, when we found out she'd had a heart attack, I looked at Lil and went, Oh my God, you told me you dreamt about Princess Leia yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was bizarre. That is really bizarre. bizarre. Wow. I mean, we actually canceled a trip when she was little because of a dream she had. Oh. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Well, she was real little. She didn't know about any of this stuff. She was maybe two years old. She was an excellent talker. So uh, she was telling me about this dream. She, She said, oh, mommy, I had a terrible dream last night. We were flying and it crashed and and my bear was on fire and I said who was there was it you and daddy was I there and she said no it was grandpa uncle Frank you and me we were planning a trip to go out to see my grandfather and it was just going to be the four of us wow and we're gonna have to take a break now on that (laughs) but anyways you're listening to ghost chronicles uh next generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick and a very special guest cat from Canada I can't like to say that cat from Canada. Anyway, uh, you're listening right here on Tojinet Pararex and wherever else we might be. Uh, we'll be right back after the following messages. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. 
feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest tonight, Kat Gomez from Canada. Yay! Yay! <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> <laughs> so you canceled the trip. Or you, you did, did, what, did anything happen? Well, nothing happened that we know of, but um, I told my dad about it. And even though they, they've always sort of just humored me, Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of them kind of took it to heart, you know, and he said, okay, well, maybe we should plan this for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we actually ended up not ever planning another trip. So um, we never went to see my granddad until um, after he actually passed. We ended up having to fly oh. out to British Columbia after that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was sad. It was too bad, too, because um, I think it would have been a great trip. Uh, he really, he liked to talk to, my grandfather really liked to talk to uh, Lily on the phone. He would talk to her once mm-hmm. a week and uh, he never got to actually meet her in person, but they would talk all the time. She was his favorite, favorite, you Aww. know, um, kid. And it was, it was really weird, you know, it was just a really weird kind of thing. When After he passed, uh, we went to his um, condo and her picture was everywhere. <laughs> and his wife was like, okay, well, you guys should probably take these home with you. And I'm like, okay, oh. we'll take those with us. Oh. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We won't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go down won't that road. Somebody but. was uh, mentioning in the chat room about fairies, and they always think of Tinkerbell and, and uh, the Disney ones. But fairies are, are completely different than what we see uh, in the cartoons and Disney thing. Uh, fairies uh, can be uh, life-size as far as human size. Uh, they uh, supposedly have mated with humans as well. Uh, and the word is actually comes from uh, Faya. And they never had wings until later. They, mm-hmm. Those were added on in the, the later century. So our, our uh, our, uh, what's our, what we conceive as fairies from, from the movies and stuff is not really uh, what uh, true fairies is from folklore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the woman we had on um, that did, she had like uh, books about, well, it was just legends of, of Ireland. Uh, oh, yeah, Jacqueline. Jackie. 
Yeah, she was great, and she talked a lot about the well, fairies. If, if you go with me to Ireland, then you'll meet her. Um, just let me know. Let me know when we're leaving. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's you know it's interesting stuff, and uh, there are so many unseen forces that that we don't know about that uh, you know I believe it's like more. And it, well, if you go into spiritual spiritual realm, most people believe there are more unseen forces than seen forces. Oh, exactly. Words. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I think we're we've got not all good either. I mean, there's I think there's a neutral, much like people. There's people who are you know neither good nor evil. Um, and then there's of course going to be the good, and then of course there's going to be the evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that woman that came into Lil's room. I think we were dealing with a dark fairy. Because mm. after after Lil kicked her out of her room, she actually went into Connor's room when he was just a little baby, oh. um, and we noticed uh, like black spots, like um, spots of darkness where light wouldn't reach. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, it was uh, really strange. I had nightlights in his room so that, of course, if I went in, I could see him and I could you know do stuff and not disturb him right. by putting on the light. And um, I remember going in. And he's screaming bloody murder. Hmm. And um, I went in and his crib was complete darkness. And uh, it had always been lit enough that I could see him. And I I had to like grope around till I could find him to pull him out. And when I pulled him out of the crib, um, like I just got this awful feeling wash over me. Like there was something really horrible in that room. Hmm. Um, And uh, like, of course, like what's your first instinct? You're going to protect your child. Right. So right. I took him out of there, and I think we ended up um, sleeping on the couch <laughs> downstairs because right. I could get him to fall asleep there. And um, yeah, that was pretty rough. But, but we we exterminated the house, um, <laughs> and um, Lily uh, she she set up dragons. Oh, yeah! Nice. Can you believe that? Like this was she was uh, nine years old, I think, at the time. And she did this all on her own. She didn't ask me about it. She said to me, Oh, mommy, don't worry. I've got, um, dragons set up. What do you mean you've got dragons set up? She goes, I called the dragons. And I said, okay. And, uh, Connor would say, they're blue. That's a blue dinosaur. (laughs) Blue. I'm like, okay. And then he would tell me, um, that there was an orange dinosaur peeking in his room and it needed to go away. Oh. Yeah, and it was, it, she would say, oh, I will ask her to go away. <laughs> so she would ask her to go back to her room. And yet she had these four dragons apparently set up in the quarters, like in the four corners of the house, watching yep. over. And um, uh, Connor really liked one of them and asked if he could have Doug, the dragon, come oh. stay in his room. So the dragon that was in his room switched with the guy who was in the back corner of the house. There apparently. you go. Everybody was happy. Good deal. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, well, we haven't had any problems since, so must be working. Must have worked. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight her. I just keep saying to her, well, just make sure you feed the dragons. Right. <laughs> anyway, keep them happy. Uh, go ahead. No, I'm all done. Okay. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, uh, it also has a degree in archaeology, right? That's right. Which is like one of my favorite things, mm. and I, I just—I I know you—you're not in the field anymore. Uh, but you know, what's your opinion? Like we, when we go, for instance, and we dig up, 
you know, these older civilizations, these old sites, religious sites sometimes, sometimes burial sites, sometimes, uh, you know, sacrificial sites. Do you believe that the energy is still retained in these uh, these sites that we dig up and, and can it be released? Oh, I think it's absolutely still there. Uh, I can give you a good example of um, energy being retained, not even just in um, like artifacts from created by people, but in uh, living trees and whatnot. Um, Raph does a lot of uh, wood turning and he wanted to make um, wands because he's like, you got all sorts of weird, freaky friends. I'm sure we could sell some wands. <laughs> like, okay. All right. The good, good on you. Uh, so he ordered, uh, some Rowan wood, uh, from the UK mm-hmm. and, um, the person who, uh, got the Rowan wood for him, uh, actually, uh, harvested it from a burial cairn. And, um, and he, uh, he said, oh, well, we've got this Rowan wood and he sent this huge quantity of it. And uh, there was a few pieces that were nice and straight. And then there were a few pieces that had like twisted, almost like a, like a, a tornado had gone through and the tree looked like it had twisted, broken and healed itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember touching those pieces and going, I really don't want to touch this. Mm-hmm. And so um, I looked at Lily and I said, what do you think? And she goes, well, I don't know, but there's people floating above it in uh, <laughs> with, with, um, what did she call them? I think like balloons. She was only little at the time when he got these. Uh, there's people floating above it with balloons, but they're tied to the wood. Mm. And I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. almost like a ghost trap is what I sort of felt like. It was this twisted piece. Wow. And it had trapped, I guess, uh, these souls into it. Mm. So other than, you know, soul trapping, um, I think <laughs> energy definitely can transfer. Um, and it doesn't even have to be old energy. You know, like it can be pretty much any kind of energy, even just walking back and forth in your house, you can leave that impression. As long as there's, you know, something, either you're really thinking about something, really concentrating on something, or had a shock, you know. Um, A friend of mine lived in a basement apartment uh, when we were in university. And I ended up getting that same basement apartment uh, the year after. One day I'm standing there and all of a sudden I, I hear a glass smash right next to me. I'm like, okay, what the hell is that? I called her up. I'm like, um, did something happen that you smashed a glass? She goes, yeah, my grandmother died and I dropped the glass in my hand. I went, well, I just heard it again. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what can you do? Um, but yeah, just things like that. That can happen recently. It can happen in ancient times. Um I sadly never got to really dig up anything good. Uh, I worked on a rescue. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was really, you know, crappy. I worked on a rescue dig um, while I was in university, and they were they were putting a highway through. So um, it's mandatory by the government that you have to dig up if there's any known um, uh, uh, remains of any old civilizations or, or um, in this particular case, it was Iroquois um, uh, village. Mm-hmm. We were going right between a couple of longhouses. So we dug up nothing. Like, I think we got a, a pipe bowl. And that was it. Like, it was, you got you got the garbage heaps, the middens, more than right. anything else. So it was really disappointing, to say the yeah. very least. But I ended up, thankfully, I got to go on just a day trip with um, some of the senior archaeologists from the company. Uh, and 
they were doing like spot checks of this one property uh, to see if it could be split up and put um, townhouses up. Mm -hmm. And they found some really cool stuff. You know, just, just really like random. And I mean, this is in a residential area and they're, they pick it up and they're like, Oh, well, this is nice. They hand it to me and I'm like, Oh Jesus, this is tingly. I didn't say that to them. Cause then you just, they all think you're cuckoo. Yeah. But, but I, I was just like, Whoa, this just feels weird. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, a chunk of pottery, you know, and uh, you're like, Oh, okay. That's strange. Mm. Just strange things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even had that happen with, uh, when you're, you know, when an old relative dies and you yep. end up cleaning up their home, oh, yep. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you, it's amazing the amount of, um, residual energy that's left on that. So that's, of course, that's going to happen in any civilization. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And I do think that you'll definitely release things just by opening stuff. I mean, I have, um, I have a set of doorknobs sitting in my basement right now that I haven't opened in, oh gosh, over 10 years. But they've moved. This is the third house that they've been in. We opened them when we were in our first house, and uh, I don't know who was in them. <laughs> but <laughs> she, she did not like me, oh. um, and uh, she would push me. I had my feet pushed out from under me, and I actually fell down the stairs twice. Oh my god! I've never fallen down the stairs before. I've never fallen down the stairs since. Wow! Um, Why do you still have them? Well, you know what? I've been trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, I keep thinking, oh, maybe I should send them to Ron. <laughs> you can. Well, so everybody else, everybody else sends it junk to me. There you go. Yep. I get haunted Ouija boards, haunted Bibles, haunted whatever. Have you had anything, like, um, come out of them? No. Like, haunted so- uh, iguanas, my latest, Mary, yeah, Mary yeah, Iguana. Yeah. I, I think, mean, yeah. Haunted really doorknobs, next. Well, there you go. it was just a miserable old lady, I think who just didn't like me. She would, she would push me if I, cause we had a really bad habit of we'd get our groceries and stuff and anything perishable got put away in the fridge and anything that needed to go to the cold cellar. I oftentimes would just drop it at the bottom of the stairs because there was something creepy near our cold yeah. cellar. So I didn't like going down there if I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, whenever I did that, she would get really grumpy and push me oh. push and um, she would do the same thing to Raph. So he just, he was like, okay, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I think it's the doorknobs. <laughs> and like, okay. So we put the doorknobs away. We put them into a storage unit. And uh, it's almost like she went into dormancy. So we don't, we don't have to, she's asleep now. So there you go. Right? Sorry, a lot of people send me this stuff, but I, I also collect uh bibles so rescue bibles if if i see them in yard sales or anything or, or just being tossed or whatever i'll grab them and crucifix is same so i have the 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 yin and the yang of it so i think it kind of balances it that's good i have a friend who likes to um uh take things out of circulation where that's a good way he, of putting it yes if he thinks there's something that's got like dad vibes attached to it mm-hmm. yeah he will just he will either purchase it um, and um, stick it in their spare room. I'm just like, why are you bringing that into your apartment? <laughs> right, yeah. I remember him showing me this one. Um, have you seen um, uh, Evil Dead? No. Okay, it's um, it's a Bruce Campbell movie, and it's really cool. Oh, I love Bruce but, Campbell. But, yes, I love Bruce Campbell, too. Um, and there's uh, this book. It's the Book of the Dead. It's the Nepro- Necronomicon. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that and was, it's got uh, Dark, uh, Army Dark, uh, of Darkness. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Darkness, yeah. Yeah, so Evil Dead was the first movie, Evil Dead 2, and then they brought out Army of Darkness, which was more um, mainstream. Great. Great. Oh, it was hilarious. He's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, the Necronomicon book, it's supposed to be, you know, um, uh, made from, like, skin of the damned. Oh, and yeah. Etched in blood and yeah. has, like, this, this face on the front of the cover. Well, mm. my friend found a copy. And... Um, he would tell us about it and I'm like, okay, you got to show me this thing. Cause he's like, it just, it's weird cat. Like it's really weird. So I'm like, okay, you got to show me this. So you go in and you know, you're looking at it and you're like, okay, this is cheesy. And then <laughs> you continue to look at it and you go, huh, I just want to translate this. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, maybe it's not so cheesy. And uh, I'm like, yeah, maybe we should put this away because I just, I kind of am getting the feeling like I need to try and delve into the language that's in this and see if I can translate it. Wow. And he's like, that's why I put it away. Uh, what's the language or you don't know? I No, I don't know. It's a very, like, it's probably, you know, gibberish. But um, the the feeling that you get, like, you want to figure out, because it's different, it's different symbols. It's not just, you know, like a little scribble to make it look like it. It's like they've tried, they've painstakingly paused the freeze framed, the video and tried to, to, you know, copy it. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's just very weird. You know, you get this weirdo feeling when you're, you're looking through it and yeah, that's been probably at least 15 years since I've seen that thing. And I know that he's still got it. (laughs) There is actually a real life book that was discovered. Oh, I'm trying to think when, I'm not going to remember it, but it, it's written in an unknown language. It has drawings of plants and stuff, but none of them are from this planet that we can determine. And nobody knows the source of this book. And it's really intriguing. It's intrigued people for hundreds of years, and uh, they haven't ever been able to solve it. That's cool. I mean, like, I'm... I'm no ufologist. Like, I'm not a big, like, oh, let's go uh-huh. find the aliens. But, um, I mean, it's kind of ignorant to think that we're the only intelligent life in this universe. Mm-hmm. Well, it may not necessarily be a, a, another planet. could be it the could same be planet. Dimension. But, you know, another world, another dimension. Right. Uh, right. They don't know. That's the thing. The interesting thing about it is they just don't know. But the, the, the drawings are very detailed, and, and, you know, they can't – they really – can't decipher it at all so it, it's really intriguing where is this book cap to who is in possession of this i knew you would ask me about it. of course uh, i wasn't prepared sorry. to talk about it so sorry it's okay we don't you know, have to, you know have what to the look interesting it up. thing That's about cool. my little mind is that it, it's a retainer of so much information but it all gets uh you know just in there and all you get is like the generals you don't get the particulars <laughs> so mm-hmm. That's okay i think most of us are like that yeah, but well, no. Some people are really good. They know names and stuff. Is it the Voynich manuscript? That's what somebody said. Yeah. Uh, a Polish named after. Uh, wait a minute. Let me click on this. Um, Illustrated Codex. Yeah, that's what it is. Handwritten in an unknown writing system. Mm-hmm. It's been carbon dated to the early 15th century. There you go. Um, um, that's cool. Some of the yeah, pages are missing. I'm trying to see. The Voynich manuscript was donated by Hans P. Krauss to Yale University's Beinecke Rare Book and Manuscript Library in 1969. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's at. 
at so Yale, Uni- Yale cool. University. Um, the Voynich manuscript has been studied by many professional and amateur cryptographic cryptographers um, from both World War One and World War Two. No one has yet succeeded in deciphering the text, and it has become a famous case in the history of cryptography. Well, That's whoever just, drew it, there's like a whole line of naked women in one of the pictures. Oh, I see that. <laughs> Do you see that? All right. They look, they, and you know what? It looks just like me after Christmas. I'll tell oh, I have to say. <laughs> hey, Ann, can you put that uh, on our website? Sure. Yeah, I'll put that. That's cool. Up. I'm cool. Yeah. Glad you mentioned that, Ron. That's really interesting. That is very interesting. There are so many cool things out there that, you know, in our world, we think we know everything, but there's so many mysteries that we can't explain. And some of them are man-made, and some of them we don't even know the origin of them. I mean, for instance, it was a uh, a gentleman, I, now, I don't know the particulars again, but he, he said he buried a, a great deal of uh, jewels and money, and... He left uh, a message behind, uh, and people have been searching all out trying to decipher this message and find the uh, treasure, but uh, they haven't been able to, and it's still oh, going on today. Oak Island? Oh, that's another yeah. one I was going to bring up. That yeah. was my next Oak one. Oak Island. Oh, we were just talking about that the other week weren't with somebody, right? Uh, you and yeah, I? Oak, Oak Island is, is uh, you know, uh, in fact, I did a show. Oh, God, it must have been one of the original Ghost Chronicles. And uh, I interviewed someone from there years and years ago. But now there's a, actually a, a series on TV. Yes. These two brothers uh, bought oh, the yeah. and they're uh, solving it, trying to solve the mystery. I, okay. I've seen anything. that. We were I talking about anything. that with Chris Balzano. I think yeah. that's that's who we we're talking about that with. It's, it's like watching paint dry. You know, you're just fascinated by it, <laughs> yeah. but nothing ever happens. You know, you I just ever. sit there and watch it, and nothing ever happens. That's like those Finding Bigfoot and any of those ones where. Oh yeah, giants. Like, oh. <sighs> yeah, you ever see a show in the Giants as well? No. Yeah, there's, oh. there's two brothers once again. They're out there looking for the giants because there's supposedly uh, uh, oh, so much evidence across our country where. The skeletons of giants have been found, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But anyways, there's so many mysteries, but that's what's so intriguing about the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You just never know. I mean, some mm-hmm. of it always sounds like cuckoo, you know. I mean, I, I listen to some of the crap that I spew, and I'm like, whoa, that sounds nuts. But then again, <laughs> you know, people, people said that the, the earth, uh, the sun revolved around the earth, and everybody's when they said, no, that's not right, and they thought they were cuckoo. So exactly. So, uh, you know, until, it's until proved, we I figure out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, we got a science. Idea. Science was, uh, you know, a fiction before. Like it, it was always considered magic before they proved it to be science. Mm-hmm. True. So eventually, all the stuff that we think is paranormal will eventually become normal when we figure out how it works. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. It's a good way to think about it. I think Hopefully. it's it's so much more mainstream now, anyways. Um, you know, thing paranormal things in general. Um, you know, and, and, and everybody's always got a story, I think, even if they don't, you know, even I, I love, I love trying to like, see how people like where people are. You just kind of mention things. And if they're like, Oh, please, then you yeah. just shut up. But every once in a while you get somebody who, um, 
mentions, oh, I was talking to this little girl and she saw, she said, make that man go away. And there was no man. Mm -hmm. And you talk to them a little bit more and they're like, oh, I'm really skeptical. But I had this thing happen to me, you know, well, I'm like, okay, but you're telling me a story, but you're skeptical. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a difference between skeptics and cynics. I think like Raph really, he he likes to claim he's cynical about everything. It, oh, it doesn't happen. It's no, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's experienced far too many things to really truly believe what my, he's saying. My husband is the same way. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Mr. Ghost Magnet, just keep yeah. denying it. But. He's, he's, you know, that's how, uh, I guess that's how they are. Yes. It's a, if I just pretend it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's told me some real weirdo stuff too. Like in our first house, um, we had this uh, creature uh, walking through. I never saw the creature um, in this form. We saw it, uh, he saw it as a black panther and it was just walking up the hallway his office was at the end of the hallway and our bedroom was at the other end of the hallway and he saw it walk from our bedroom towards him up uh, the hallway and he uh he was like okay I don't know what that is he didn't say anything to me he started working nights we'd got our dog we had Danny and um the first night I'm alone with the dog uh I'm like okay I'm ready to go to bed I hop into bed and I go to turn the lights out and the dog's up on the bed with me and his legs are stiff as a board and he's looking at something walking around the bottom of the bed and I'm like okay I can't see anything but I can hear what sounds like clawing on the bedding and you can oh I know the doorbell um the clawing and he uh he watched this thing run out the door wow yeah, and uh, we actually had to ask it to stop being a panther, and it turned into a doppelganger of the little dog. And it, ah! followed, it followed us from that house to our second house. Ah! Never hurt us, never did anything to us. We'd see it walk by while the dog was sitting next to us. That's bizarre. It was oh weird. God. We still don't know what it was. Huh. But anyway, two-minute mark. Wrap up. Pizza from right. the dead. Ron right. can't eat pizza tonight, though, I don't think. Oh, shut up. No. Uh, well... Yes, but you know what you can do, Ron? You can drink. I don't even think so. The medication is wear it off and... Can't do that. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'll be grumpier than normal. (laughs) If that's possible. (laughs) I don't think so. I told told Janet when I came back from... I said, if I'm really grumpy, then everything was fine. (laughs) If I seem very nice, then, you know... It's the meds. <laughs> uh, and they should give you some more. Yeah, so, but yeah. they aren't, and they ain't, so I'll suffer. Anyways, Kat, thank you so much for join, joining oh, us. It's great. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, if, you need, if you need somebody to fill time because you can't talk, just call me. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm there for, for you, sure. man. Wait a minute. For sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I want to thank you so much. we got 30 seconds. You know what? The one thing I do miss from Canada, and that was the Red Green show. Yes. Hilarious that, show. Absolutely. I don't know that. Remember, remember, ladies, if the woman can't find you, uh, what was that? Handsome, then they better find you handy. There you go, Kat. <laughs> you made my day. And with that, we'll leave you for another year. Yep. So oh. till next till next year, we'll say good night. God, God bless. God bless. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
Take care. Good night, everybody. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.